Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. That's it. That's, now we're... Wait, now you yeah. can hear? Yeah. Now can you? Check. No check, nothing. Huh? I think he's just messing with us. Probably. 67? 67! 67! almost to 100. That's crazy. But close. It's episode 67. I'm Charlene. Hey, I'm Justin. And this is a local podcast. Straight up NPR this thing right now. That's right. Uh, Today's guests are Chris... Chris and April from. Chris. Well, I was looking at the, the Walsh H, part the H is and the Chris. Closer to the C than it is the S. Well, I didn't have April's last name written down, so I was like, maybe I should. This was all happening so when I said like Chris. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to say his last name because life I don't have moves so name. fast. That's great. I know. Yep. Do you have it now? Your last name? Yes. I do not. Okay. It's Stuart. Stuart? Stuart. S-T-U-A-R-T. Yes. Chris <laughs> Walsh and April Stewart. Walsh. Walsh, not Walsh. <laughs> you related to Joe from the Eagles? Out. Putting letters in, taking Here's letters just, out. Let's start over. Just Man. whatever. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 67 Walsh. of the local podcast. I'm That's Chris. It. This is April. We're See? here with our guests. Charlene and Justin's face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. Hey. Excellent. Yeah, we don't need. Thank you for having us. We don't need Absolutely. guidelines. Good to have you. How are here. you guys tonight? Grab a few more beers. We'll be fine. Excellent. I'll, I'm right here. They're right behind yeah. me. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't have headphones on either. You can just like. No, I'm not tethered to anything. I'm oh, free. Yeah. Charlene is the bartender for the evening. <laughs> That's right. Let me get um, that hot ass tequila from over there. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> disgusting is it the montezuma stuff that you like to drink i don't like to drink it but i but why do you always have it it's disgusting i always have it because i don't like to drink it (laughs) because you don't drink it yeah it's not going anywhere uh i don't know like did you purchase it i did and why would you purchase something you absolutely don't want truck margaritas it was summertime no yeah absolutely not you don't remember that podcast nobody needs that kind of headache dothan ice cream where like Three days later, I didn't surface until like the weekend. Yeah, I was here for the beginning of it. I watched it go down. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, no, thank you. I said that then. No, it's gross. What's left in there? A lot. Oh. Too much. We were mixing it with Zima when we were editing the paper a couple oh, months ago. Oh, it was ago. bad. It was incredible. Excellent. Yeah. Zima. Hey, first one. First beer goes down. It was Charlene. It wasn't me this week. I did that last week and every other week. Where's the beer towel? I hide them in a different location. Everything's mobile. Oh, man. My checkbook. All my bad checks are going to be wet. (laughs) What are we going to do? So what's up, guys? You doing doing all right? Doing good. Doing good. good. How's everything at the Unwad? It's good. I guess we should preface it, like, give some sort of backstory on how you ended up here. It's great just to fly blindly. Right. Where where are you guys from? How How did we end up at this table tonight? Where are you guys from originally? Originally, like, birthplace? Yeah, where's your birth certificate? <laughs> Obama. What Let's see it. Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Oh, my sister what just left you, Birmingham. Okay. Oh, well, south of Birmingham. How did you end up, how did you, I, this is, listen, my husband knows Chris very well, because my husband limps into your office. <laughs> 
typically not regularly like you should. <laughs> yeah, he's not a witch doctor. He can't just he like snap out. his finger and fix he everything. He limps in and crawls out <laughs> and talks to me crying on the phone the whole way about how mean you are to him. Um, but he said tonight, I was like, tell me about Chris. What do I need to know to ask him? And he was like, Navy, French Bulldogs, super family man, great guy, went to Houston, CrossFit Games. Lead athlete in the CrossFit Games. <laughs> Not you, personally. Overall, great guy. One of my favorites. That was it. Will you be winning? So let's touch you on You got them CrossFit Games trophies <laughs> in the house? <laughs> what, had Tim been drinking heavily before he had Not this yet. conversation with no. you? He was not limping hit, yet. Hit, hit himself in the head with a barbell. Does he have an appointment with you tomorrow? Some of that stuff is <laughs> completely inaccurate. That whiskey limp. Yeah. With the French Bulldog part? Which part? No, the French Bulldog was... That's actually a sore subject around the office. Yeah, we can't talk about it. Oh. We were abandoned by our one of our therapists, and she got custody of the dog. <gasps> it's, it's been horrible. It, it literally brings up tears to everyone's eyes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so Are you it's making awful. fun? No, not no, at all. Not Are you all. serious? Not a bit. I love how I stepped in Dookie, like, yeah, right <laughs> off Thanks the bat. Oh, it's cool. I did it last week, and I just didn't tell you about it. I walked in and I was like, "What's up?" There's a uh, thanks blah, a blah, lot. Blah, blah, blah. And you I was like, "Watch me write it down." Oh yeah, right here, number two. <laughs> you're on not. The list. You're not. Yeah. You, number two that goes with the number two that I just stepped in. That's true. Yeah. I'm really sorry, you guys. What are friends that's for? Horrible. <laughs> it is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Wow. We're in a huge legal battle. Are you really? Not, no, 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 it hasn't gone that far. It's not. There's just some shade throwing. Yeah, I feel like this is not true. No, it really is. It is true? Sir Rockster has left the building. Yes. That is really rude. Yeah. Well, I mean, to Kim's credit, she did pay for the dog. Yeah, and, and own it and feed it and take it home. And take care of it and all that Still kind of super rude. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> she got graves. He, he just sleeps and drools, right? And scratches himself <laughs> he inappropriately. He's like a French bulldog. You're right <laughs> no, about that, Johnson. No, Rocky is way better behaved. Than oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And house trained, unlike Oh, yeah. Yeah. That dude's just like a, he's basically like a Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. But like a short version. So, what led you to Unwad, Dothan, Alabama? Like, give me the journey for both you guys. Did you guys, have you known each other forever and ever? Or did you just cross paths when you got here? I'm trying to work through whether I should lie or tell the truth. <laughs> it's all, man, so it's a crazy. tough it's, battle. It's like both a, are entertaining. Everything's fair game. Yeah. Uh, April and I have known each other for five or six years. Five or six years. Yeah. Okay. Um, we met when I started Unwater doing what we do there. April was a member at CrossFit Embrace, which okay. is where we first started working. So we actually met at OmniFit. Oh, we did. Yes. Before is that, that the one at the church <laughs> on Main Street? Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. It is, yes. Bill Durden's wife's always trying to trick me into going out there, or was for a long time. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. I've, I've seen what happened. Them, everybody shows up, and their facial expressions when they leave is so remarkably different that I don't want to be a part of that interaction. I don't know what it is. I went out there to that a couple times. I went out there thinking it would be nice to have some like company and have like a nice little workout and go no. home. No, it Dude, was very hard. You want to make a killing? And then they put up like pull-up bars outside. You want no. to make a killing? You build, you build, just a private gym and a storage container, and you just rent them out like they're apartments. 
and then you have to you have to like clock in and say when you're going to be there so you can go in there and just ruin yourself and leave private, and private. nobody ever sees you private. and you would make a killing i think maybe maybe not no because nobody would push themselves hard dude you have crossfit to have that gyms group. are all in storage containers anyway <laughs> this is true basically that's true, true. but it's the com- competition and the pushing each other it's that adrenaline junkie can i do better than i, I did thought it was yesterday the rob zombie keeps- soundtrack no, because if you had your own container and no coach or no other person in there, you'd go in there and lay down. I'd take go in a there and Snapchat and ride out. Yeah, what's up? We're just at the gym. <laughs> Throw some water on my face so it looked like I've been sweating. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do anything. You'd punch out of your container and go home. Absolutely. It's true. It's true. But Whoever nobody owned the container would make it's a million weird. dollars because you keep doing that. You but. run across the people that go to the gym because it's cool to go to the gym, and they don't really. They just go and like. Yeah. Fiddle around with our iPod for a second, and then go to the house. That's what the planet fitness. This is what I think the planet fitnesses of the world are, and the Gold's gyms yeah. of the world are. Because like five o'clock is kind of like it's like a bar time. where you can't drink. It's like walk around. It's terrible. And the only thing they have chat maybe push a few things and look cute in your outfit. Sometimes, which is why these people do not go to a CrossFit gym because there's nowhere to hide. Like. You're not yeah. going to be able to, there's no right. sitting around and chit-chatting. If you were to sit around and be like, hey, Chris, man, what's going on? You'd be like, do you not see me working right now? Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I can't breathe, let alone talk to you. you they're, stick, they're, still, they're still sitting around and chit-chatting. But after, uh, well, before. Before, before. And after. But during, there's not a whole lot of conversation yeah. that's not, you know, No, you need that air to breathe. No. It's like <laughs> motivational, if you want to call it that, Justin. Like drill sergeant motivational. Of, damn it! Ow. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now tell me about. So you were born uh, in Richmond, and you were in the Navy. How did you get into the Navy? What happened there? What's the story? Uh, wow, that's a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> it's my job. That's what I do. My dad was in the Navy. Yeah. Uh, and Top Gun was real big. Back in the day, nice. so, yeah. which one was your favorite? Goose? No. Oh, come on now, Maverick. You, no, you seem like a goose. I like Iceman. He's pretty seem ripping. Like a goose, really? Yeah. Iceman. What's good for the goose is always good for. That's true. So, joined Maverick. the Navy, and actually, that's how I became a PT. I was in the Navy, got injured, put on medical hold, uh, spent a little time rehabbing, having surgeries, that kind of thing. Was told. Hey, you're not going to be able to run and walk with that pain. You're, you know, you're going to have knee replacements by the time you're this old, this kind of thing. And, you know, you're not going to be able to go back to doing your regular job. And uh, the PT, uh, physical therapist that I saw in the Navy said, man, they're crazy. Just, and he literally got up 6 a.m. every morning, came, did physical training with me, rehabbed. I mean, we met five days a week um, and I passed medical board, but they still wouldn't let, I mean, if you have hardware in, I mean, your Tim's probably had those kind of, same kind of issues. Some of the jobs you do, they just don't allow you to right. go back in after you've had that. So I took a medical discharge and went to PT school. So Good for you. Now, was this before or after the double knee replacement? <laughs> that was at, that was long before the double knee replacement. At the same time. Yeah. That's crazy. What did you just like? Yeah, that's effing insane. <clears throat> they just cut you off like about six Pretty inches much. above. Just blunt cut it straight off. I didn't realize this was going to turn into a oh, yeah. <laughs> an expose on my medical. I history. didn't either. <laughs> okay. HIPAA laws out the window. So, so you know, I, I went through life. I've had several knee surgeries uh, leading up to 2013. 
2013, I was pretty involved in CrossFit, and Chris Robinson, one of the local orthopedists, a very dear friend of mine, uh, I was seeing him probably every two to three weeks and getting anywhere from 20 to 40 cc's of fluid drawn off of each knee. This weeks. It was just, it was miserable. Um, and I went to him and said, hey, you know, when do I need to get my knees replaced? And he said, uh, his exact response A few response years ago. Was, no, his exact <laughs> response was, I don't want to do it until you can't sit through one of your son's football games. And I said, you know, that's, I understand your line of thinking there, but I want to be able to play football. Get ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in shape now. So why not do it now? Right. He's like, yeah, I don't know about this. And I said, well, I want to do both of them at the same time. And he said, I don't typically do that. Um, so we actually went to the iron bowl that year and, uh, we were leaving there, and I said, "Look, I've got, I've got to do this. This, I mean, my knees are killing me. Walking, all that kind of stuff." He's like, "If you're gonna do it, then let's do it." So, first of December, 2013, both knees same time. I had all these grand plans. It was so. I mean, I had planned this. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna bring a airdyne up to the hospital, and I've got all this food prepped, and you know, I'm gonna recover from this thing like nothing." Yeah. Like Beyonce yeah. after <laughs> I came out of surgery. Having kids. I couldn't have told you my name for about four days. Ooh. It was miserable. Really? But I, I still say it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. I mean, I'm back to 100% No, I did. Uh, there's a CrossFit hero workout called Murph. I did Murph. I partnered with Bard Powell the following May. And that's a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and another mile run. We basically split that in half. Wow. That's awesome. I feel like the running and the air squats would have been a nightmare. Actually, again, I didn't realize this was me a medical expose, but, you know, day one after my knee surgery, what I tell people when they ask about knee replacements, when I stood up the first day after surgery, the pain that I was having, gone. Completely. I it's had just zero. A new, I mean, it was everything just else hurt because like a new flavor. Saw the ends of my legs off. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the kind of pain I was having in my knee joints was gone completely because, I mean, it's titanium. So I have normal people soreness now instead of oh, that's the nice. ungodly pain that I was having yeah. before. So. so you don't have to have a drain installed on your knee. No, not anymore. Yes. Yeah. April, you're from Birmingham. Well, yeah. Um, Alabaster, Shelby County area, Birmingham, okay. same. I'll just say Birmingham because nobody knows where that's at. So Okay. <laughs> Birmingham. It's just easier. How did you end up in Dothan? Um, I've lived here for my mom and remarried and moved here when I was young. And so I've just been here for about 30 years. So okay. I, I'm really, I say I'm from Birmingham. I was born there, but I'm really from Dothan. Okay. I call Dothan home. So Now, are you a physical therapist as well? As no. Well? Okay. No, I just... Um, Work with Chris. <laughs> you just assist, assist yes. the big guy. Uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. All right, cool. Yes. It's a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> like, aside from, and the, all the other from what guys you get there. <laughs> paid, but, like, it's a full-time. That dude's out of hand. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't let her sell herself short. She is very important to what we do. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she does a lot of the stuff that we would not necessarily have time to do. Or, all the I mean, business she, stuff. Yeah, she's, I'd always say, you know, behind... Every successful man, there's at least 10 or 12 women. Yeah. April's, there's 10 or 12 women yeah. for us. So she does, <laughs> oh, she does the job of so many people. She's going to be invoicing you for yeah. 12, 12 <laughs> payroll checks, too. Um, Let me take that back then. So, physical therapy, and then 
how did you end up at CrossFit and Bryce? And then with your own? Um, you know, I've always done sports medicine. Um, and it just seemed like a, when I got into CrossFit, which I'd been doing CrossFit for. How did you get into CrossFit? Maybe that's a better question. Uh, through, uh, uh, Justin had mentioned earlier, uh, in 2011-ish, um, some friends of mine and I were talking about starting a ministry and and a group to kind of do some fitness work clay parish um mm-hmm. was working with a couple of his wife's friends out at westgate just doing some crossfit workouts and he said oh you know we were doing this and some people came by and they wanted to join in so it, it basically started this whole movement it was a community-based free ministry crossfit-ish workout it was basically what they call 30 minute AMRAPs, which means you go through a certain set of exercises for 30 minutes. The community was great. At one time there was over a hundred people showing up two or three times a week um, to do these workouts. And that's kind of the impetus for when I really bought into CrossFit and that mentality and lifestyle. And from there just progressed on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and as a PT, um, you kind of look at, my my job is to make people move better and if you look at a crossfit facility which is different than most gyms or other facilities 90 percent of what they do is what we consider functional movement they're things that you do in your everyday life so essentially i spent my time at the crossfit gym when i wasn't working out looking around the room going don't do that that's got a new problem that guy's got a bad back this guy's got a shoulder issue and it it just translates, and now our staff essentially can, can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of why we do what we do and why we work so well together. Is everybody in the office is we all have a passion for the same thing. Yeah, it's just as much prevention it seems mm-hmm. like as it is Absolutely. treatment. Absolutely. How many people do you have working with you now? Uh, there is five. Five of us. Five of us. Yes. I have to depend on April for numbers greater than two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Graves is in here. He did the podcast, what, a year ago almost? Yeah. But he didn't even know the phone number. We, yeah. we had no idea. He's <laughs> such an idiot. I yeah. said something to him. Yeah. Like, well, when I did it, I was like, you did what? Yeah. Did yeah, he's such, yeah. What? He's the worst. When yeah. was this? <laughs> Last year. It's the most popular episode. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Graves, look it up. It was yeah. Like, <laughs> Google it. Um, Now, so you... You had a small, like, your own area in CrossFit Embrace. Correct. And we, then you've grown from that. You have your own. We essentially kind of started in a little corner uh, in the CrossFit Embrace gym. When they moved into a new building, we had kind of a section all to ourselves. Right. And then it got to a point where we were growing so much that we moved into the building that CrossFit Embrace moved out of. So okay. It, it kind of went full circle. We're back in the same building it's just we're not the little corner we're the entire area that was uh open and available to them like After- you're so um specific i remember tim because tim really wants to try out for regionals at, at some he would love to do masters regionals and i can i've been telling him for years you have to go see chris you have you're gonna do this you can't keep coming home and putting these bs bag of peas on yeah. your knee <laughs> yeah thawing me, out all the veggies let me tell you my tim comerford story oh my gosh he's ridiculous <laughs> he and and larry green are very much cut from the same cloth mm-hmm. i was tim, actually going to ask you which one do you think would make it out of a burning building faster 
Larry. No, the, no. They no. should both be there forever. <laughs> no. They would die in that Barbecue fire. Barbecue dudes. <laughs> a lot of negotiations yeah. going on here. <laughs> I, I saw Tim. Of course, every time I run into him, he, he mentions something that's hurting or bothering Of course. Him. And I offer immediately, you know, well, Come let's, see me. let's set something up or whatever. The most recent time I saw him in Publix and he said, oh, man, I need to come. I was like, Tim, look, don't call anybody. Don't make an appointment. Don't. In fact, you can ask April. I walked into the office immediately after this and I said, look, I just talked to Tim Comerford and I told him when he walks in the door, I can be in the middle of coaching a class, working on a patient. I am going to stop what I'm doing and address whatever's wrong with him. Yeah. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He walked in he one day in and I was in the day. middle of working with a patient. April took over with that patient and I worked on Tim. Really? Yeah. That's he's how important he is. Like that, he would go he's such a diva. For like three, three years, he walks across the parking lot and has to like investigate the building and find out what Chris is doing and like yeah. what they're doing and then whine a little bit. But he won't like book. He, he's had a gift certificate that I bought for him for a year. Yeah, a year. that's... That's Ben spent. <laughs> so dumb. So finally, he's been talking about it. I'm like, stop. I don't want to hear any more. You're not allowed to do any more competitions and, and come home and cry. Dude, every like, time no you more. run into him at the Publix or wherever it is and he's bitching about his whatever, just take $8 off that gift card <laughs> yeah. that he brings in. Yeah. No, this is for all those consultations in random parking lots. Like, there's no reason. Like, come on, man. You could have knocked this out months ago. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> it's what? just like dudes are the only species in the world that whatever is good for you, nah, I don't need that. Like you could be on your deathbed and all you need is like just a shot of whatever to get you through the pain. But you're like, oh, I don't want to be a sissy. I can't do it. I got to be strong well, for my kids is, or whatever. Like process- you're going to be dead for your kids if you keep doing this. Like what is wrong with you? It, Tim and injuries has been going on for the entire time I've known him. I'm also the exact same way. I won't take anything. five years, Tim and injuries. Tim and sports injuries. Never has he gotten any help for anything ever. That's why the unwild bill is going to be so high. he thinks he's going to compete in the Masters Regionals What's nationally. It? In CrossFit. And he goes to these, like, competitions, and he sees, like, the Uber athletes, and they're getting massages between their breaks. And and I've had to help before. I've been out there at, like, the gauntlet and stuff, and just following what other people are doing, because we, you know, need to help stretching. Yeah. Which I don't mind climbing on a good-looking athlete. It's not, you know... (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. But anyway. It's a good thing I'm so out of shape. The point is. But I was like, Tim, what all of these these successful athletes are doing is they're having massage. They're stretching. They're doing the maintenance. It's not just working out. The whole thing is maintenance and It's like not changing the oil in your car. It just blows out eventually. But I didn't realize, like, it was so specific that Chris was like, so many things wrong with you, dude. But first of all, <laughs> listen, he's like, so many things. But number one, you don't even stand correctly. Your gate is inside out. Dude was like, excuse me? He's like, dude, you don't even stand right on your feet. There's no way you're making it to regionals. And I can just do that by the way you're standing there. You haven't done anything. You haven't lifted anything. 
even run anywhere. You haven't like pushed or jumped on anything. You're just standing. Pays wrong. to be a professional. <laughs> you don't have to walk around with that magnifying glass like some crazy sleuth trying it's, to figure out this dude's ailments. Like it's uncanny. You know, one of the conversations I have with patients, and that is, I mean, that is not an exaggeration at all. Tim no. walked in, and I looked at him, and I said. <laughs> How up, have Donald you Duck? done this this long? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I, I, I don't understand it. And, you know, the, the thing I tell patients is you spend 12-plus years, depending on your education, in school learning, you know, math and science. and all, Nobody ever teaches you how to walk or stand mm-hmm. or yeah. run or jump because you're doing all those things. You show up for kindergarten, well, guess what? I'm running and jumping and kicking a ball and all this kind of stuff. It's great. Life's great. But nobody ever Little tells Timmy's you how to do it. it. Wrong, yeah. but just leave him be. Nobody ever corrects you. Tim, you're running on your hands, you gorilla. What, are you, what is wrong with you? Straight your back out, man. So you spend the rest of your life, you spend the next 40 years, you know, not knowing how to walk and yeah. run and jump. Yeah. It's crazy. And athletes are are the world's worst. About it. I mean, I, I was thinking about this on the way here. I'm going to have to just speak anecdotally so I don't call out any names, but. We had a, a kid who was a really good baseball player. I think he played shortstop, was really – and he came in to see us, couldn't squat, couldn't stand, couldn't run, couldn't walk, but he was going to tell me how great of a softball player. And finally I had to look at him and I go, you know what, you might be the best shortstop in the state of Alabama, in the country, but you suck at life. I mean, you can't yeah. stand. So, yeah, you're going to play shortstop for another year, two years. Yeah, so you're your hip play, both blows your knees, out. Both your hip, your back, right. you're useless. So we prioritize things so backward in, in life. What's up with all these teenage Tommy John surgeries? Are you exactly. a big fan of that? What's that? What is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the, what is it, your rotator cuff getting no, no, no. shredded a, up? There's a ligament in your elbow that gets thrown out on a lot of pitchers. And they actually, it's what they call the Tommy John surgery. They actually remove a tendon from in your wrist and replace it. It was named after Tommy John. Um, Nolan Ryan was another guy. And back in the day when it happened, these guys were 38, 40 years old when they had this right. procedure done. When I went to athletic training conference eight years ago, the average age of a patient that had that procedure done, I think, was 22. Ooh. They were doing it as young as... 16, 17 years old. I'm just getting worn out. Yeah. Well, from throwing wrong. <laughs> well, no. We, we, the, the high school coach or the middle-aged coach doesn't really care about because you got that the power longevity. Down in the stands, they care like, about that season. You better make this family mm-hmm. name great. But it's... it's and, and it's always... It's hard to lay blame in those situations. And again, my, my kind of standard response is baseball coaches are really good at baseball. Um, football coaches, yes, really good at coaching football. It's not about those things. It's about the fact that if somebody doesn't have the muscular development or the posture or position or those kind of things to be able to perform whatever it is they're doing, then they are going to be get injured. It's, mm-hmm. uh, if you can, if you have a baseball pitcher who has the best, the most spot-on pitching mechanics in the world, and they're ten years old they're going to blow their arm out. Why? Because it's a 10-year-old arm using 18-year-old mechanics. It gotcha. doesn't matter how good the mechanics are, it's their body's not ready for that. And the same thing's true in, uh, to use a CrossFit example, They uh, there is a big controversy about a movement they call kipping, which is basically applying momentum to a movement to be able to make the 
It's like when they're doing that floppy movement to correct. do a pull up. Correct. Instead it, of a straight pull up, exactly. it's like a well, you can't do that. swinging. Fish, fish it's like, it's like a swinging thing. back and forth. Like, it requires less strength. Is that donkey? But it kick? also requires more stability out of your shoulder. And you know, people progress into those things without having the stability or strength to do the strict movement or pattern their movements normally. So, uh, the the other thing we talk about is I, I call it chasing the wrong metric. You know, people want to do stuff heavier and want to do it faster. There's not a lot of people that try to do it better. You know, if, if you, if Justin, oh, you're better. That's a bad example. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing <laughs> okay, everything let's say the best. Yeah, let's use April. No, I'm going to move to my side. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can <laughs> call me by my last name. That's fine, too. Don't use me either. If, if, <laughs> if April, April were to run a triathlon, right. okay, her measure of how good she is at running the triathlon is going to be her time. Were you faster when you did it? That's a probably a good measure to some people because it's objective. But if she runs poorly or she swims poorly or she yes, doesn't bike poorly. with good mechanics and she puts herself at risk for injury, is she really more successful because she went faster and she creates more danger for her body? So we've gotten in this mindset of we've got to be stronger and faster but not better. It's got to be sustainable. Quality, quality is not uh, – gymnastics is a great example. You know, gymnastics is a very subjective graded sport. You can do the same backflip somebody else does, but if a judge sees your backflip as more sound technically, more uh, stable, all of those kind of things, you're going to do better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most other sports don't really care. You, yeah. I mean, how many people know how well, uh, you know, some arbitrary football player performed on Sunday? You probably don't, but you know the score of the game. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where we come in. We try to we try to fix, make people better at life. Oh, I thought you were going to say build better athletes. I was hoping for. Oh, well, if we can say that, I was trying not to be too cliche this early in. What What makes someone though? I mean, what are some obvious things that everybody does that? Like you said, you can just see them from across the room now. Like, what are standing? <laughs> What like what's the number one thing that people do that, that yeah, you can just your, see? What are your bugaboos? Like this, how I'm yeah, hunched like over like an old woman, slouching over like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say ninety percent of the yes. what we do, uh, we can. And I, I hate to kind of globalize everything. We could fix a vast majority of the problems that we see if people just understood how to maintain good hip and shoulder posture back posture i mean how do you i mean i'm 45 so which is also equals a thousand but how (laughs) would i master's math how would i all of a sudden just start working on sitting on straight or like having better posture because right now i feel like it's kind of permanent i know it's not maybe it is if yeah. the money's right, Chris will just follow you around and be like, hey, what are you... Loud. He's just giving me hand, hand Sort it out. What are you doing? And again, it's it's awareness. I mean, the, yeah. a big part of being in our office is that everybody in our office is aware of those things, and we call each other out on it yeah. constantly. I he mean, calls us out on it a lot. Like standing up straight, standing <laughs> yeah. straight. Like lead by example. No, you're making me look bad. Fixing your back, shoulders yeah. back, yeah. all those kind of things. And nobody's going to... You're not going to be perfect at those things, and I think that's that's the other common misconception nobody's going to maintain perfect posture all the time i mean that's the you can go theologic on it and and just say you know jesus isn't here i mean there's no perfect person it's being aware of it and fixing it when you can the more you do that 
the more you create what we call default movement patterns. So this becomes normal for you. Um, can I can I wander around? Yeah. Stand up. Oh Lord. <laughs> now this is he's always gonna my favorite. He's going to do what he did to Tim. He's going to be like so many problems. <laughs> but number one. Oh look at you! Look terrible. <laughs> Falling apart. Your form's all off. I can say this because you can't actually so see anything. TV. Okay, okay, turn towards me. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah. No. Here. Well, we can now. Now so, I'm paranoid, so now I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah, she's trying to fix everything yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So point your toes straight. They're not straight. Okay. No, your heels are pointed in. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. So I feel like I'm pigeon toed uh-huh. right now. What? And that's exactly what I was about to say. This it's so hard to do on radio. Can everybody see this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So works. I'll describe. So how you're standing right now is your heels are kind of more together, and your toes are sort of splayed out like a V. Right. So most people so stand, stand that like way. that. Most people stand that way because of the fact that we sit all the time. You sit in a regular chair, put pressure on your hamstring. There's there's so many mechanical parts to it. But all in all, what you can see is that people have their heels in, their toes out. Right. Okay? If I come over here and make you fix that, so if I do what I just did, right. what, did what was your first response? I feel pigeon toe. I do feel pigeon toe. So you feel like your toes are turned in. Right. Okay? The reason you feel that way is because your toes pointed out becomes normal. That's default if you're not looking at your feet your brain thinks that's normal so when you correct to moving them straight ahead what your brain feels, feels like, like you're doing is going from normal to here right to if super you can't see this is that donk out yeah. <laughs> it's okay you look like a girl on instagram so so you would just start that would be your first thing and so by just making being more aware of your feet being straight, does that then align other stuff? Is it easier to stand Absolutely. up straight? Absolutely. It's, it's, we try to make things so incredibly difficult as human beings. We, we take the simplest concepts and we try to create some huge complexity or we try to push it off on something else because the, the next thing that I'd get from a patient that I did that with is, can I just wear a brace or can you take my foot? Yeah, can, can I get a different pair of shoes? Can I just not do I anything and get better? Can I take a pill yeah. and right. just get this fixed? Humans are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they suck at being humans. Yes, we suck. Um, but, you know, really the only way you're going to resolve or fix those things is by correcting them. And if you correct little things like that, which is a little thing relatively, but it's a huge part of the mechanics of your feet, your knees, your hips all of those things, then yes, all of the other problems that come from doing that get resolved because you're fixing the position or posture. Okay, what else? So straighten your feet. Dude, she's trying to just sneak <laughs> in. Yeah. You're, you're that person that walks in and says, can I ask you a question? And then which you're basically five, means, five hours. Which essentially means I want to get for free whatever See, it is you get yeah. paid now to Now I ask questions day. on a volunteer basis. I used to actually get paid to ask questions. You're just chewing so. up, you're just chewing up that <laughs> gift card. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Tim, I'm going to need that from you, buddy. I'm going to use it. There's only going to be $5. You already did right then. I saw it. Feet look crazy. Uh, But what other stuff? Because, I mean, if someone's listening, I think they would think that, I would think that, do you just take, can anybody come to Unwad? Or is it just, do you have to be an athlete and you have to have a goal? No. um, Our environment is is different. Um, If you walked into our office you would not think traditional physical therapy clinic. And I can tell you from being a PT for 20 years, 
a vast majority of the things, the tools, modalities, implements that I used when I first came out of school do not exist in my office. We don't use traditional electrical stimulation. We don't use cold packs. We don't use ultrasound. We, we've, I, I like to think that I have kind of culled out all of the things that don't have maximal impact. Right. 99% of what we do is hands-on manual manipulation or having somebody coached through movement progressions, exercise, uh, postural corrections, those kind of things. Those are the things that make a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hook a machine up to you and, and slap a cold pack on you, I'm not saying you're not going to feel better, but is it changing anything? Right. What do you think about that bio-freezing nonsense where you go in the ice chamber for like 20 Cryo seconds? Cryo yeah, yeah. Are you, are you trying to get me alienated by the... I would just like you to know that I did not ask you that. I'll tell you. We don't have to tell tell me what you think. I'll tell you what I think, and you can just nod in whatever direction you feel like. Dude, that shit is witchcraft. (laughs) It's not even good witchcraft. It's just like, let's trick these idiots into coming in here and throwing money at stuff. And why doesn't Yeti get... Yeti needs to get that technology and put it in their coolers <laughs> and quit shoving people in that. Dude, it doesn't make any sense. There's nobody there that's sanctioned by any medical staff or entity. Dude, I'm not going to listen to some idiot in a lab coat and be like, well, if you just... It's going to drop to negative 30. No. Negative I'm gonna, 270. It's even worse. Kelvin? That would That would, so can't be fair enough. That would crack a beer. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to go through I that. You didn't get that story either. You can throw a cup of coffee in there and it crystallizes. Not only that, I don't want... That dude, actually, what wait, does that do to your fairness, balls? I did like, <laughs> oh, Wait, time out. No. I would like to say, Chris. I'm did you pee in that no. thing? You no, peed no, in that no. thing, it didn't you? It has nothing to do with cryotherapy. It does have to do with a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> Were you I that was, lady from McDonald's? No. I once spilled a hot cup of coffee in my lap. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we lived in Alaska, and if it got below 50 degrees, Below zero. 50 degrees below zero. You can take a cup of coffee or you can take a hot cup of water and go outside and throw it up in the air and it literally disappears. It's gone. It does not come back down. So. Meanwhile, there's some wolf in the the woods getting. It was big enough. (laughs) When when I was in the Navy, (laughs) I had a buddy from Milwaukee (laughs) who said by his back door there was a chart of how fast bare skin incurred frostbite at whatever temperature. And my immediate response is, I don't want to live somewhere Dude, that I need yeah. that chart. Yeah. So, what do you do? What, in what, what world exactly do you need that? What exactly do you that? do at negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit? Well, well, we don't go kayaking, but... Uh, <laughs> There's nothing to be done. Apparently the fun things to do are open your back door and throw a cup yeah, of coffee. Yeah, and close it Dude, immediately and say, cool. that was cool. Woo! You showed it to me Whoever did that the first time was so it. bored out of their mind. <laughs> like, Again, that was Tim Comerford. Yeah. I just, I just, it's been a long life. I'm here to defend I'll ask you questions that you can't answer. How's that? What's up with those robo legs you let Tim borrow? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) You got to see those too? I just saw it on Instagram. I didn't, I saw Uh, them propped up in the corner the other day. I thought it was like some weird RoboCop suit you were working on for Halloween. There are actually two, um, recovery modalities that we use one is a called a mark pro it's a electrical simulation unit that mimics uh normal muscle contraction so when you're your when your body creates all this crap from working out um lactic acid is the common kind of generic thing that people talk about 
the only way to get that stuff drained back out is using what's called muscle pumping, which basically is standing up, walking around, trapping the, the blood vessels or lymphatic vessels between muscles, squeezing them just like a tube of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. A Mark Pro does that. It, you hook it up to your muscles, it contracts the muscles in a certain pattern, and it does that same process without you having to walk around. It doesn't make your muscles bigger. It doesn't, you know, these little. It's just a lymphatic massage, basically, Basically, through electrical stimulation. Right. The the Robo Legs, as you like to call them, the Normatec is is a pneumatic compression system that does the same thing. It's like a blood pressure cuff that goes gradually through from one end to the other. It basically kind of milks the crap out of your arms and legs. That sounds. It's not really crap. It's sure. crap stays kind of centralized in your body. Muscles. Are you looking at what's going on inside this shirt? It's probably (laughs) a lot of crap. It's a lot of beer. Um, what are, are some other like super recovery misconceptions? Because right now, I think, we I can, think what you want to talk surgical recovery because they do like everything from. No, do you I'm want just to talking talk about. about my... I'm talking about generally. Okay, so this the 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 athletic situation in our home say yeah. nothing with Tim Comerford think yeah. the best I think is an adventure that most people are on now sure so one person might be super serious in the family and the other one's just tweeting about it working out but now and then both people are in it but <laughs> one of us is a little bit slower than the other but whatever but there's just <laughs> so much stuff out there now for like coconut water there's you know kombucha tea all you gotta do is eat like, sugar like processed sugar <laughs> It breaks down all the, the acids. Whole food That's it. Diet, <laughs> See, clean, I can do this job. There's paleo, there's Snicker bars and Red Bull, and you'll so live to much. at least 34 years old. Um, yeah. I'm not telling you it's a good life. I'm going <laughs> to quote, I'm going to quote um, Chris here. So wrong. So many things. Oh, sure. So many things. Oh, yeah. I, ne- I don't have a business card with that shit on it. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell anybody on anything. You know, the, the, I mean, the answer to your question depends on which realm you want to wander into. We, we uh, April and Connor and I had a discussion right before we left the office about more exercise like theories. No, Do I? Yeah, it was, so more like it was, a fight. I mean, any conversation <laughs> really. with Connor is inflammatory for sure. Uh, we were just talking just about the, the new, uh, you know, th- theories, if you want to call them that, the new trends in exercise and fitness. Like what? Like, you know, high intensity training, heart rate, you know, monitoring while you're training, uh, CrossFit being one, Olympic lifting, power lifting, all of these things that people kind of hang their head on, even, you know, marathoning, ultra marathoning, all of those things. It's, it's really kind of mind boggling that people get so hooked on yeah, Just but in the past aspects. there was Jazzercise, there was Zumba, there was, sure, no, no. you know, Body aerobics, aerobics and, yeah. and step, Ooh, tie bow. <laughs> step yeah. class, yeah. step class, yeah. Billy Blanks, yeah. the, Jane Fonda, let's keep Ooh, going. Yeah. Sure. No, no, no. I'm no I saying. agree. I'm just saying. Richard it, Simmons. But it, as an industry, mm-hmm. it has to continually start. I mean, it has to. But yes, it has to change. But it, one of my favorite quotes is by a guy named Charles Polquin, who, who has coached I want to say athletes and gold medal athletes in 16 different sports. He's a strength and conditioning coach. 
there's nothing new in exercise. There's no, there's no, there's no new, magic, yeah, there's, there's no, no magic new workout, lift right? or new movement or new activity that They're anybody's doing that hasn't right been now. done before. <laughs> it's so just that. repackaged over and over and over again. And that's what kind of gets people's attention. And it's, I mean, you can watch those just from what you just said. You can see those trends. It goes from jazzercise to Which Zumba. Which is Zumba, to, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's all the same stuff just repackaged. And that's, we are such consumers of the here and now and with this digital age of it's got to be new and different and exciting to do it. And then a year from now. What's the new thing? It goes away. Right. Right. Uh, the... As much of a bad rap as CrossFit gets, and I know there's, you know, the the people out there that hate it, people out there that love it, CrossFit in and of itself, the way it was originally laid out, designed, kind of explained, is really genius because it is constantly varied. I mean, that's even in their their motto, their, their mantra. It, it's all variable. There's no standard... Uh, There's no CrossFit. one set thing. Correct. It's constantly you're gonna evolving. Do, you're going to do gymnastics. You're going to do... It's not unusual. I mean, it would not shock me at all to go to a CrossFit gym and somebody be doing some form of, of Zumba or, or yeah. some aerobics or yoga or any of those things. That, to me, is what kind of encapsulates the, the success of CrossFit and why it's not the traditional fitness trend. I think it's going to be around... For a long time, I think well, yeah, you kind of have to be good at everything. Yeah, it seems I mean, incredibly well rounded. I think it was a couple of gauntlets ago where they did swimming. I was like, "What? Now mm-hmm. you got to swim?" Like, <laughs> I mean, not swimming's kind of that's pretty specific for triathlons. Yeah, and if you swam in high school or college, not everybody can just jump in a pool and swim laps. Like, that's pretty difficult. Yeah, you get your breathing messed up. It's pretty difficult to master, but you're breathing and swimming Mm -hmm. for lengths. And so I was kind of impressed when I was, but even in as long as we've been in it, I don't know, seven, eight years, there's this, the road, the, what's the? Skier. Yeah, there's a skier. There's Mm -hmm. so many more things they keep adding. Sure. It's impressive. But what, what do you think is, like, what is the gold standard? Like, some weights, some just here's, add a little bit of everything. Thing. I feel like once you start different. I mean, everybody, you have your whatever you stick to for, in my opinion, for three to five years or longer, and that's what you like. Then that's what you need to be doing because people are, you know, people are different and yeah, it's they like different There's things. Yeah, to run. It's why I don't know. And but. it's it's so crazy. I mean, having kids, you know, my kids are very health conscious and very I mean they they think about those things they ask me all the time about food because you mentioned food Uh, you know they they talk about is this food healthy or is this healthy or not healthy there's nothing there's no exercise routine that is inherently better than another there's no food that is healthy in and of itself it's how you utilize those things and how you put it all together and just like April said everybody's different some people can do the Adkins diet and have great success and do well on that, and their GI system responds well to that, all that kind of stuff. Some people eat that much protein and meat, and it just wrecks them. Mm -hmm. So they have to eat carbs, or they have to 
you know, do Whole30 where they mm-hmm. just eat whole foods. Some people literally, you know, my Some people kids, just drink whiskey and Red Bull <laughs> and, I mean, and smoke cigarettes. I get my ab workouts on Saturday morning when I've <laughs> overdone it. <laughs> over that toilet. Even I don't even have to have a soundtrack. Actually, I prefer it to be quiet. Some people walk from their back door 25 feet to their Jeep and back. That's... <laughs> 27. All right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got to jump up short. in that thing. That thing's. <laughs> that's true. You do have to hold like, do a pull very up short. to get up and do it. My, that's why my left leg is so much bigger than my right because I jump off on the left one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. I feel. Yeah, people just need to get into whatever it is they like and do it. And, and that's. Well, I just. I think it's a confusing time as far as physical fitness. For me, so this many, is a viewer. So there's so much stuff. Let me just a quick story. <laughs> Tim went fishing, so I was. I'm trying to cook healthy and be part of the team, right? Oh, so go. there's bananas that are going bad. So I was like, I'll make some banana bread. No big deal. I'm not going to make it from scratch because I'm not that kind of person. It's not happening. <laughs> but surely Publix would have a healthy version of some sort of box Mix. that I could just add these rotting bananas to, and then Tim could come home to banana bread, and I would be the hero. He would so need it. It's in public. <laughs> it's my diet. And on the middle shelf is Duncan Hinesville. Yeah. You know, and Betty Crocker, and there's the banana bread mix. Yeah. But then on the top shelf is all the healthy stuff. And there had to have been 36 boxes of different types of like natural oats and gluten free and blend mm-hmm. and this and that and gluten free. And that. I was like, oh my God, this would be so much easier if I just threw the damn bananas away. I'm not. I'm not going to be the hero today. I actually it's too much. Like there's so much. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a lane. Am it's, I gluten free? Am I whole food? Am I paleo? Am I blood diet? Am I Atkins diet? Am I CrossFitter? Am I, you know? Oh, I agree. So it's, much. So for someone who's choosing to do something, what do you like? Someone's like, that's it. I've had enough of feeling this way. You mean for like it's, the first time? Yeah, it's time for me to road. get healthy. It's been way too long. I'm going to exit my door today <clears throat> and go where and do what? So did you make any banana bread or no? The first no, thing no. you have to do... I threw the do. bananas away. It's too much. <laughs> I mean, nutrition. That's your base. Yeah. That's your, your Nutrition, start. yeah. I would say your nutrition has to be the first thing. Garbage in, garbage out. And that can be different. You don't have to be Whole Foods or Atkins or no carbs high protein you know like chris said it's different for everybody but your nutrition if you're putting crap in your body you're gonna feel like crap you're gonna you're gonna look like crap you're gonna you know feel like whatever i said that already feel like crap but anyway nutrition is the biggest number one start there if you're wanting to go down the healthy road start with nutrition what's the tipping point of like consuming gmos to becoming a GMO, <laughs> like at a, cer- a certain point, like There's if you keep getting, yeah, yeah, if you keep getting fertilized with that same stuff, it doesn't count tonight. No, no. Have to oh, that's different. Fear. I think there's a USDA <laughs> shit is local. <laughs> but that you know, just like April saying, there, there's you've got to start somewhere. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they they clean slate they do the monday thing you know what monday yeah everything's going to the the gym Uh three times i'm going to throw everything away i'm not going to cheat on my diet i'm going to run i'm going to you know not watch tv i'm going to your body does is not going to respond well to that at all Mm -hmm. it's going to look at you and and 
Both fingers are going to pop up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. This ain't going to happen. Maybe today, but definitely not tomorrow. (laughs) We're not doing that tomorrow. (laughs) So start start simple. I mean, one of the easiest things that I know of to do is just look at people and say, you know, cut out something. It's so not difficult. Yeah, so so cut out processed sugar. I mean, you think it's incredibly complex. Sounds like a headache city to me. It's it's not. No sugar. Um, Cut out bread. You know, say just... Stop eating bread. And once you do those things, see what your body responds to. If you can eat all the bread in the world and you keep six-pack abs, eat all the bread in the world right. if that's what you want to do. If if eating bread makes you bloat up, then don't eat bread. It's mm-hmm. it's People don't know their bodies well enough to, to be forced into an exercise routine or a nutrition plan that doesn't work for them. So if somebody were to come to us, I think the first thing we do is just talk to them about what they like, what they don't like. If people don't like messing with a barbell, then I'm not going to tell you to go do CrossFit Olympic lifting. I mean, it's I, not for you. They just don't yeah. like it. it might be for you six months from now. It might be something that you get into. But if you're frustrated when you start doing something like that, then it's, it's over just, for you. Yeah, it, you've already defeated yourself. It's, right. So find something you enjoy doing and start doing that. Mm-hmm. Start with with what you eat. You know, change what you eat. I like the idea of if I really want to get in shape, just become a crack dealer. So then I'll just get one of my homies, drop me off somewhere, and be like, hey, this dude got a bunch of crack. And then I get to navigate the city as fast and furiously as I can. Dude, think about Dude, you do that three times a week. You're going to see results. I guarantee it. I've always told people, just like, go find a prepper and just get him to chase you around. Like... Whatever that dude's doing, just do that because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I also don't need to be asked for advice for anything. That's, so that's put people through <laughs> becoming more and more. Send you right into some ridiculous situation. Very, very apparent at this point. How does uh, if someone's never heard of Unwatered, where would you tell them that you are? Uh, location wise, mm-hmm. we are location. How to get a hold? What's the best way to follow you guys? Instagram, yeah, what's your inter- they listen to this on the internet. How do you Instagram get there from the internet? And Facebook also. Okay. Um, Unwater at Unwater. Um, yeah. On Instagram, Instagram. Mm-hmm. and on Facebook. Okay. Um, our office is across from FedEx on Woodburn. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Right down from Flowers Hospital. You got you a website? We do. Unwad.com. Uh, do you guys do personal training there, or is it just yeah. body mechanics mostly? Or we we do all of it. We we build better athletes. Hey, there you go. We, I didn't we, make that up. We, I read that shit somewhere at your, at <laughs> no, you your did. office. <laughs> We, we do everything in, that is involved in getting people better at moving, getting people better at life. There, there's, there's very few situations, in fact, I don't know of one offhand, that we can't help somebody improve some aspect of the way they move, the way they feel, the way they eat, the way they lift weights, uh, any of those things. And, you know, we... we we do the basics. We do the things that everybody has to do. It's it blows my mind when people in the gym, you know, hurt their back when they're deadlifting. They go, ah, you know what? I'm just never going to deadlift again. Which sounds just reasonable, do it right? Which next time. well, it sounds reasonable to somebody. But then my immediate response is, all right, you drop a pin on the floor. How Still are you planning on picking movement, that up? Yeah. You know, you're safer deadlifting in the gym because you're about to lift 400 pounds off the floor. You're going to spend some time thinking about it, oh, yeah. getting your back mm-hmm. straight, and all these other kind of things. 
you pick a pin up off the floor, you're not going to think about that. In fact, you can look at our uh, patient caseload historically, especially those that have had surgery. I'd say more than 50% of them, the CrossFitters that have been injured and had surgery, have had surgery after an injury that was not at all CrossFit related. Yeah. You know, yeah. playing basketball, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, playing at the, the their kid's birthday party. I mean, things like that. Things Reaching for something about. off a ladder. Things that Absolutely. they were not taking their time. Right. And that's why Just, I say yeah. we ignore those things outside of the gym. People don't worry about how they lift something up or sit or stand or walk or run when they're not in an environment where they've got supervision. Mm-hmm. You know, CrossFit is community. People are going to look at you and go, Hey, you're not doing that right. Those kind of things. Nobody in the rest of your life is going to walk up to you it's, unless it's me here at this podcast and say, Charlene, your shoulder's like this. Dude, yeah, let's I just know. sit like this. That's the only thing that I hate about being friends with Graves. You can't take that idiot anywhere. It's like, I, can't hey, be the can only I talk to you for a second? Hey, you, you mind if I put my hands on you? That's his, that's his opener. Wait, that's what he does? Dude, it's that incredible. It's super creepy. Sometimes nah, for not, the girls, too. It's not creepy. Like, usually it's creepy. It's 100% it's, creepy. He's like, can you undo your belt creepy. a little bit? No, no. It's never gotten to that far. But he's always, like, correcting people. He's like, you uh, you sit it's, at a desk a lot? It's what we do. I yeah. mean, and, and you can talk to our entire staff. The longer we do this, the harder it is. People, to not pick people apart people sit, in your head. You know, you're the Walmart yes. watching or the airport people watching, that kind of thing. Put one of us in those environments, and it's 200 times worse because you just pick apart the things that people do wrong. And you want to tell all these people. Where You just kind of go, stop. Just don't walk anymore. Just stand still. <laughs> fix this. Yeah. And just hang out there for a minute because I can't watch you move anymore. Right. Point your, t- your toes and your heels in the direction that you're trying to get. Exactly. Line them up. Yeah, it's, it's like a scope, way. man. It's exactly. like a scope. Head that way. Keep your eye on the prize. Um, do you guys have anything coming up? Anything that anybody needs to know about or any events or gift certificates for Christmas? Now's a great Absolutely, time. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We do gift certificates for, for Tim um, Comerford, for yeah. therapy. So you need um, another one. For, for myself. Classes, for one-on-one training. Um we got it. Whatever they want. Awesome. <laughs> and you guys take insurance, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you can get your physician to be like, yeah, you go see these dudes. <laughs> Fix whatever's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, I think we covered it. We I covered so. Navy. We covered <laughs> the Bulldog. Uh, <laughs> we covered weed Don't CrossFit. Don't we, we didn't cover half the stuff on her list, but I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just, just ignore the list. <laughs> yeah, that's Put the list. We're flipping the list over. That was Unwad, episode 67. We did it. Yeah. Good. Now I'm going to drink the rest of these beers in the fridge. <laughs> what? What is your crack plan? What is it? Dude, just get dropped off in a hood with a <laughs> pocket full of rocks. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.